This time of year, many of us are focused on love. I'm not talking about love of your partner manifesting in chocolates, candy hearts, and cards. I'm talking about a love of teaching. At this very moment, in fact, we're in the midst of the annual week-long celebration known as Love Teaching. As a classroom teacher, the thing I loved about teaching, at least teaching young kids, was how out there they were with their emotions. I mean, in how many jobs will people tell you to your face that they love you or hate you? I can't think of any other. I'm Paul O, and I'm your host this week for Teach Talks, a podcast from your friends at Teaching Channel. With us today to talk about the blogging and social media phenomenon known as hashtag love teaching is Gary Aboud, one of the events co-founders and 2014 State Teacher of the Year in Michigan. Hi, Gary. Welcome to Teach Talks. Hi, Paul. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we're excited to have you on this show. Uh, so perhaps we could just start off by you introducing yourself, telling our audience a little bit about yourself. Absolutely. So I'm an elementary school principal at Mark Twain Elementary in Fraser, Michigan. We're a school of about 400 students in a K-6 building. We're a competency-based learning-focused district, and we're a one-to-one -one iPad school as well as district. And it's my first year at the elementary level. Before that, I was a high school science and technology teacher. And uh, in my opportunity to be selected as a state teacher of the year in Michigan in 2014, I was teaching chemistry and physics at uh, actually my alma mater high school. So over time, I've had a chance to connect with teachers from around the country, and especially around the state of Michigan, as well as other educators and people in education. And one of the things that kind of came up over time was how much passion there really is at the classroom and school level for the work and the art and the science of teaching. And I really held that dear to myself in my classroom practice and still to this day in my administrative practice as a principal, that that love for teaching and that love for learning is one of the first things kind of that drives the work that we do in all the rest of the parts of the school. That's wonderful. I'm sure my, um, I mean, I know that that resonated with me, and I can only imagine how much that resonated with so many teachers in the audience listening. So given that that is what you experienced, uh, why did you feel compelled to begin this effort, love teaching, to make visible that, that uh, passion that you experienced and, and witnessed? Yeah, it's a great question, Paul. You know, a few years ago, despite the fact that uh, the, the group that I was, um, you know, privileged to be with during the, the Teacher of the Year program in 2014, uh, despite all the things that I learned from them about that passion that educators have and from the teachers I knew in my own circles here in Michigan, there was so much going on around the country and kind of the articles that were being shared and the conversation and the narrative wasn't really focused on how passionate teachers were, but rather how fizzled out that they had become, how much they were giving up, all of the, you know, one-off stories of corruption and negativity that were out there. And it really kind of struck some of us uh, in the wrong way that it was misrepresenting what we thought was truly the passion behind teaching and the real sentiment about it. And, you know, we are the first to acknowledge as educators that it is a challenging profession and the work is not always easy. But that certainly doesn't mean that it isn't worth doing and it isn't worth letting people know that we love doing it despite those challenges. So we really sought to kind of take that narrative back um, by teachers and to make sure that everybody was getting both sides of the story, that even when there were challenging situations about teachers quitting or leaving the classroom or other negative things that were happening, that there were still millions of teachers out there who were committed, professional, 
and loved the work that they were doing and wanted the best for the kids in their classrooms and schools. And we just thought that that was something that people needed to know and that that narrative needed to be told more so than the stories that were getting airtime. And so what did you find when you uh, first launched this campaign? Did, uh, did teachers gravitate towards this, this idea? Yeah, so originally it, it didn't start out, um, you know, as it is today and as, as even as it launched. It started out as kind of the idea of how do we kind of get more of the positive stories out there into the narrative about teaching and education? How do we elevate those stories of success and the, the kind of love for teaching that is behind the work that's going on in classrooms? And, you know, a social media campaign was not exactly – the first thing that we thought would, uh, you know, happen, but it, uh, in kind of our brainstorming, we realized that one of the big things that's out there is the opportunity to share your story in a more amplified way through social media. So instead of just kind of publishing an article here or there, we decided to invite more teachers to share their love of teaching and to really let the world know that that passion is there and that people can be rest assured that their kids are in the hands of professional educators who love the work that they do and care about kids and want the best for them. So the social media campaign came about by the fact that as several of us had kind of seen some of these stories of negativity circulating on social media and getting a lot of um, attention as well as conversation. And so we thought maybe we can kind of add some more positive to that story that's out there and share some of the things that are lesser known because often teachers are so busy doing the work that they do but there isn't time to let other people know or to share that story. And we wanted to find an easy way to invite people to share that love of teaching and to really let the world know what was going on. That's fantastic. And so over time, what are some of the stories that, that you saw uh, that uh, stood out to you about teaching? Originally when we launched this project, you know, we had uh, a, a fairly wide network with the state teachers of the year who we had known uh, when we met together and we connected with others in our own parts of the country to share what we were planning to do and launch this campaign. But we had some tremendous support from organizations such as the teaching channel, U S department of education, the council of chief state school officers, and many others who really helped to spread the word and to help us to invite more and more teachers to take part in sharing the moments that they love most about their work in the classroom with the world during Love Teaching Week. And so we weren't sure where this was going to go, and originally we started kind of watching to see how will things progress and who will share and what will be the sharing. And within, you know, just a day or so of this launching, we had a tremendous response from hundreds of thousands of people all over uh, the country who were connecting in their schools and in their classrooms and in their districts and in their states to share these stories and to let other people know. And the, the response on social media had a reach of millions of people in the first year um, as well as the second year. But I guess one story that stands out, I guess, the most from the first year is that we got a really participation from the Secretary of Education at the time, Arnie Duncan, who decided to publish a video where he shared why the love of teaching is so important and acknowledge that love of teaching that teachers have. Um, and in his video message, it really went um, above and beyond what we were expecting for participation in the campaign and also to kind of raise awareness of what we were doing. Yeah, I remember that message. That's, uh, that's amazing that the secretary responded to, to this campaign. Do you, does it feel to you like what you've developed is, uh, is an advocacy effort? 
You know, in some ways, I think that's a really interesting way to put it, that advocacy is part of the work that we're doing, although it's not maybe the driver or the, the hope or the intention. Um, but I definitely think it's an outcome or kind of a byproduct of it. But really, we had kind of a grassroots um, intention in what we were looking to do that we just thought more people deserved to hear those stories of what teachers were doing well, of the teachers who stayed in the classroom and didn't leave despite the challenges, and of the students who were touched by the work that teaching was able to do in their lives and in their education. And so kind of in a way, I guess it turns out to advocate for the success stories and what works in education, but it also works to advocate for the teachers who are in it to win it, those who are professional, those who are there to make things go the way that they should, and to really kind of advocate that the common theme in schools around the country is that teachers love their work, they're willing to work hard, and they want the best for kids. And when you don't hear those stories, it's easy to think otherwise. Right, exactly. And so now that you're out of the classroom uh, as a principal, uh, I suppose I have to use the past tense here, but I'm wondering, uh, what, what did you love about teaching? You know, interestingly, it's the same thing that I still love about teaching. And although I'm out of the classroom in a, a kind of formal way now as a school principal, I still have very much a teaching role um, as a school leader. And I think any school leader would tell you that no matter where you are in a school, you have a teaching role that although I might not be teaching science content like I was in my chemistry classroom, every day I have the opportunity to help teach kids as well as to work with adults in a teaching capacity um, to help them to develop into lifelong learners, to help them to develop those social and emotional skills that allow them to succeed in school and to flourish. And I think the thing that I have most loved about teaching back in the classroom as well as now is that the impact that it can have goes well beyond what you can see in the moment, what you can even predict in the future, and what you could imagine would be the ripple effect that it has on another person or in the world in general. Yeah, very well put. And, and uh, that's a great point in terms of you still being a teacher, a teacher of adults and still a teacher of young people. So I'm wondering, uh, there's a love teaching campaign. How can our listeners get involved? Yeah, so there's a lot of different ways that they can get involved. I would say the first way to, to learn more about the campaign is to go to weloveteaching.org, which is the website that we launched this year to get the campaign a little bit more of a central hub for where everyone could find out how to connect with it and get involved. And there are a variety of different resources on there, the different chats that are happening throughout the week. There are shareable graphics that people can use in their social media posts. And then there are even some ideas for offline ways to celebrate the love of teaching in someone's school or in their area. Uh, for example, we were able to put together a way for teachers to create a note wall at their school. Um, our school at Mark Twain, our parents club, pitched in and helped us to build a note wall in our main lobby on the, the board that you see when you first come into school. And so one of the ideas that we would love to see more schools doing is giving teachers something that they can write down their reasons for loving teaching and to get them displayed all in a central location for people to be able to look at, admire, and celebrate. Um, because really and truly, when we look back on the first two years, the stats for social media reach was upwards of 15 million people worldwide were getting involved with and interacting with this campaign. And the thing that was most uplifting was to just be able to read and see the things that everyone shared about their classrooms and about their schools and about that love of teaching. 
it was uplifting, it was encouraging, it was recharging at a time of year that's usually, at least in the United States, a bit dull. And so, uh, you know, kind of to get over the mid-year slump that a lot of teachers might face in their work, kind of revisiting the things that brought us into teaching, that sustain us in our work, and that help us to keep from leaving the classroom, I think is a really important piece um, of that thing that we can do for ourselves and for our students and for each other. So, you know, if you go to the website, that's a great way to get involved. Um, there's a lot of ideas on there. You can make a slideshow using uh, one of our organizations this year, Haiku Deck, gave us some great ways for people to be able to create a slideshow um, to share their love of teaching. And uh, there are a number of different chats. The National Network of State Teachers of the Year has a quick survey that you can fill out, and it'll generate a poster for you um, with your reasons for loving teaching. And there are so many other ideas out there. And uh, again, I would encourage everyone to visit weloveteaching.org to be able to find out more and see how you can connect with the campaign yourself. That's great. And Gary, one last question. So what do you see as the future of, of love teaching? Well, one thing, Paul, that I would say I definitely see and that we've seen kind of in our planning for this year is that over the time that since we launched the campaign, it has started to grow and grow and grow and get more interest that this year people were contacting us saying, hey, when's Love Teaching Week scheduled for this year? What activities are you planning? How can we get involved? And knowing that a week-long celebration can grow to that in just a couple of years, we really see that in the future that not only would there be a focus during the week on the love of teaching, but that there might be a central place for us to be able to connect people throughout the year to be able to find those uplifting moments, to be able to encourage one another, and to be able to keep the conversation going about all that is good in education um, amidst the challenges that we do face as educators. Well, I love that idea, Gary, and I love this idea of being able to take back uh, or perhaps um, redirect the narrative with regard to teaching and teachers and uh, I can see why so many teachers have gravitated towards this campaign. So I really appreciate both your effort and the effort of uh, your colleagues who helped found this uh, and the efforts of everyone involved uh, in this campaign. And I would just uh, like to re reiterate to our audience that if you'd like to learn more about Love Teaching, check out the website that Gary mentioned, weloveteaching.org. Uh, we at the Teaching Channel have uh, some blog posts, uh, one by uh, one of the co-founders of Love Teaching, um, Sean McComb, at our Teaching Channel website, teachchannel.org. So uh, definitely check that out, get involved. And again, thanks so much, Gary, for joining us today. Absolutely, Paul. And uh, if I could leave the audience with one last thing, um, even if you're not able to gather ideas to share with the world about your reasons that you love teaching, we know that there are a lot of educators who have a social media presence but maybe aren't always able to post from their classrooms. We've made a, a really easy way for people to let the world know by adding the TWIBIN for Love Teaching to their social media profiles, which you can get at the website weloveteaching.org, um, courtesy of Teacher to Teacher. And we'd love to thank the Teaching Channel for giving us the chance to help launch this campaign and definitely to help keep it going and uh, share that love of teaching among teachers everywhere. Great. Thanks again, Gary. And it was great talking to you. So long, everyone.